30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. That's right. Total Bev is giving the BSN fam 30% off your next purchase of $25 or more. Use the code BSN2019 online or on the Total Beverage app. Download today. As you may or may not know, Total Bev delivers to most of the metro area from Lakewood to Boulder and Aurora to Brighton, and they have the lowest prices in the state. Plus, they now offer CBD products. That's right, from drinks to gummies, you can enjoy CBD products on your next visit. Don't let this offer pass you by. Order today and receive 30% off your next purchase of $25 or more. And better yet, don't leave the comfort of your home. Cheers. Off the high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner. Feirano for three. It's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores. J.D. Page. Boy, Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung, dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the five. Touchdown, Colorado State. What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the BSN Rams podcast. As always, I am your host, Justin Michael. It is currently Tuesday afternoon here in Fort Collins. About 85 degrees, nice and sunny. A little bit warm in my bedroom, but you can't ever complain when you're living in Fort Collins. We've got a fun episode planned today. We're going to talk about some of the, the best sports movies of all time. If you follow BSN Rams on Twitter, a couple days ago we tweeted out asking for input on what people's favorite sports movies are. Got a lot of great responses. Some of them reminded me of movies I haven't seen in for you know in a long time. Some of the other responses were movies I'd never even heard of, so I'm looking forward to watching them. But I think it's going to be a fun segment, nice you know breezy segment to go through in the you know the doldrums of summer as we don't have as much content to talk about at this point, so I think that'll be a nice little fun one. But, you know, before we get into that, we're going to briefly just kind of go over the highlights of what's happening here in Ram Country. So first, we're going to shout out Emmanuel Amagbo, who has signed a contract to play professionally in Italy this season. For the sake of everyone, I'm not even going to try and pronounce the team name. I tried to use Google Translate on the article to get a better idea of the pr- correct pronunciation, but rather than really just doing an awful job, I think I'll just retweet that article on Twitter and allow y'all to go and check it out for yourself. Emmanuel um, Magbo played last year in Lithuania as well as Israel. Two years ago, he actually played in Italy as well, so he'll be returning to to Italy on a different squad this time. In two seasons at CSU, Amagbo averaged 27.6 minutes per game, 
had a field goal percentage of 47.1 and averaged 12 points and 9 rebounds over two seasons. You know, I hope that he's living life and just loving it overseas. He's a guy who I had a really good relationship when he was with when he was in town. I actually uh, broke the news of him signing overseas as well as his initial G League stint, him and Gian Clavel both. But, you know, Emmanuel is a guy who, for, you know, a lot of obvious reasons, CSU fans are rooting for after, you know, everything he had to overcome in his past with, you know, tragically losing his family but continuing to play. One of the more just impressive feats of just sheer determination that I've ever seen, especially just at this level, to go through what he went through and to continue playing was really just incredible. Uh, when I think back to his his CSU career, his his buzzer beater over San Diego State in February of 2017, you know, that was one of the wildest games that I got to cover at Moby. It was definitely one of the most electric and raw atmospheres that I can remember. That's definitely in the heart of the, the Magnificent Seven run. CSU doing an orange out hosting San Diego State, big crowd. I believe it was a, close to a sellout, maybe sold out. Um, but Emmanuel drains the game winner. The students storm the court. Really just an amazing night. I'd like to read a, a quote from Emmanuel Amagbo that I featured in my post-game article from that game. This was back when I was at the Collegian. So if, if, you, if you're so inclined, you can go back and read that. But this, this was a quote from Emmanuel directly after hitting that game winner. I was unconscious. That was probably my parents that forced the ball to go in, and my niece and nephew. I knew it couldn't have only been me. That quote, I mean, in the moment, man, that gave me, it, it gives me chills now even. But in the moment, it, it genuinely left the entire room speechless. Um, Emmanuel, who, after hitting the game-winning shot, is, you know, bursts into tears, just feeling so much emotion in that moment. And then to, you know, eloquently speak with all of us after and, and to say something just so, you know, remarkable, so right on the head. Just a special moment in CSU basketball history. So we're, we're definitely all rooting for Emmanuel Amagbo. Moving on to football, we, I, this morning I published an article which highlighted the, the three biggest questions for the Rams as they head into fall camp. I don't want to go over the article in you know too much depth here just because I'd like for all of you guys to go and read it. I, th I think it does a nice job of just kind of outlining... Some, outlining some of the questions and and what Ram fans should be looking out for over the next month. And so what those questions are are who will be the starting five on the offensive line? Big question mark at this point, probably the biggest surrounding the offense. Gonna have to determine all the starters at this point. There's not really a single position where you can say this guy is the definitive starter. So it's definitely gonna be interesting to see. Who rounds out the big uglies? Another question, who steps up as the leaders on defense? CSU obviously has to replace uh, Josh Watson, the leading tackler. Jordan Fogle moved on as well. Trey Thomas. 
So just a lot of experienced players moved on from the defense last year. Who steps up in that leadership uh, role for CSU this year? To be determined. And finally, is Colin Hill 100%? This is the million-dollar question. It, you know, can Colin Hill stay on the field? I talk about how you know, when he's healthy, he's looked like a bona fide NFL prospect, hasn't really been given an opportunity to play behind a legitimate offensive line over the last couple seasons. With two seasons of eligibility remaining, can Colin Hill be CSU's savior and lead the Rams to a bowl game? You know, we talked about it a little bit on a podcast a couple days ago. This is obviously going to be what everyone is focused on all season. How is Colin Hill looking? Is he healthy? Is the O-line protecting him? Is he stepping up in the pocket and delivering the ball? You know, we're going to find that all out over the next couple of months, and I really can't wait to see it. All right, when we get back, we're going to start talking about some of the, the movies that were thrown out by the BSN Rams community. I'm looking forward to it. But first, we're just going to take a quick break here. It's time to take a second and acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of BSN Denver. Breckenridge is the original Colorado beer established in 1990 in Breckenridge, Colorado. You've probably heard of their delicious vanilla porter, their oatmeal stout, and most people's personal favorite, the world-famous Avalanche, which is their classic American amber ale. But they just released a new beer called Strawberry Sky that you guys are going to love. For you beer enthusiasts out there, they are calling this a light-hearted Kolsch ale, but for those of you that have no idea what that means, this is that light, delicious summer beer that you've been looking for. So look for Strawberry Sky at your local liquor store or any other Breckenridge beer. And make sure you also look out for the Breckenridge event calendar on bsndenver.com. We just launched it, and you'll be able to see all of the events we have planned where we'll be drinking Breck beers at all of them. So RSVP and have a good time. Welcome back, guys. Really looking forward to this next segment here where we just kind of go over some of the greatest sports movies of all time. I have the BSN Rams Twitter pulled up with some of your guys' responses, so we're gonna we're gonna go through them, but this was a question that was posed to me recently, actually by my younger brother Brandon. He asked me, you know, we're just kind of going over what some of our favorite movies of all time were, and then, you know, he asked me, well, what's your, your what's your favorite sports movie? You're a, you're a big sports guy, what's your favorite sports movie? And it, it really stumped me, to be honest, because it's such a it's such a difficult question to answer for a variety of reasons. Uh, what defines a good sports movie? There's so many different, so many different factors with that. How, you know, how believable is the game action? Nothing ruins a sports-centered movie or TV show quicker than a corny por- portrayal of the action itself. Whether it's just super unrealistic or it genuinely just doesn't look like the real sport itself. It's hard to, if you're a big sports fan, it's hard to take those ones seriously. You know, storyline, how realistic is it? Is, you know, how is the acting, both as from an athletic standpoint and then obviously just from a sheer acting standpoint, that's more of a just a traditional, you know, is this movie good or not? How's the acting? But yeah, so a lot of different factors in what went into this. Before I give, you know, my Mount Rushmore of sports movies, gonna kind of go over some of the ones that were thrown out here. So starting with at 303-970-Colorado on Twitter, he suggests Bull Durham. That's an absolute classic. 
I'm a massive Kevin Costner guy, as I'll go over in a little bit. Um, just a great, maybe the greatest just sheer baseball movie of all time. Um, Ke- I mean, nobody does a baseball flick quite like Kevin Costner, but great suggestion at 303-970 Colorado Bull Durham. My grandfather would certainly agree. Uh, at Arik E suggests Friday Night Lights slash The Sandlot. Two absolute classics, two movies that really couldn't be any more different from each other, but yeah, great sports movies nonetheless. Friday Night Lights, an awesome movie, TV show, and novel. The rare three-peat. Sandlot, just probably the best like family sports movie of all time. I mean, I don't, it's one of those that's on ABC Family or, you know, some random movie channel seemingly every single weekend because it's just so rewatchable. That's a that's a big factor for me for great movies as well. How rewatchable is this? Is this a movie that I can sit down and enjoy knowing exactly how it's going to end? Or is it a one and done? The Sandlot is a movie that I think I could watch a thousand times, would never get tired of. Just, we can all relate so much to that neighborhood growing up playing with the family pretending to be a major leaguer just an all-time classic american baseball movie johnny ball game tweets a hoosiers gif phenomenal basketball film one that i need to watch again if we're being completely honest it's been probably a good decade since i've seen hoosiers so one that i will probably watch this summer so shout out to johnny ball game for throwing that one out there at NMR1312, uh, username biggest Ian Desmond Clubhouse guy fan. That's a mouthful. He tweets a Major League GIF, another classic movie. Not so much from a sports perspective, that's more of just a great comedy. Charlie Sheen plays, you know, the wild thing, Rick Vaughn, so well. So many iconic moments. Uh, I love just the, you know, they play the song and he comes out and with the glasses and the sleeves and just the whole, the cutoff sleeves, the whole deal. Really just a classic funny movie. One that I wouldn't necessarily say is a great sports movie, even though it's about sports. I think it's more about, you know, the comedy than baseball, but still a great one. Good suggestion. Uh, Lindsay Sauer from BSN says The Program, which is a movie that I've never seen, so I'm going to have to check that one out. Andre from BSN says Angels in the Outfield, another classic family movie. I think that's a common theme with baseball movies. They, you know, the natural field of dreams, um, uh, the Sandlot and Angels in the Outfield, they all kind of go around that same family-centered dynamic. Uh, This one a little bit different. I have a hard time watching Angels in the Outfield now just because little Joseph Gordon-Levitt kind of freaks me out because he looks like exactly the same, but just as a child. And it just weirds me out. But another classic movie, Matt Flick says The Sandlot or Remember the Titans. We've already talked about The Sandlot a lot. Remember the Titans, one of the all-time just great films, not just a sports movie, but a great film in general. I'll watch absolutely anything with Denzel Washington. My favorite movie of all time, uh, regardless of genre, is American Gangster. If you haven't seen that one, just a classic. Denzel Washington playing Frank Lucas, uh, classic American gangster, Hannah and Harlem. But yeah, remember Titans, great suggestion. William at Denver Deportes says 
semi-pro all day, and this, this might be the most underrated answer that we've received yet. Semi-pro is, along with the other guys, in my opinion, are the two most underrated Will Ferrell movies of all time. Everyone wants to throw out Anchorman and Step Brothers and, and, and Old School, and I get it. They're all great. They're all hilarious. But the sheer awkwardness of the other guys and then just the absurdity of Semi-Pro. It's such a funny movie. They do a really good job of, of tying in like historical stuff with the ABA and Andre 3000 plays a great, you know, he does a great job of being coffee black and you got Woody Harrelson in it. How can you not like a movie with Woody Harrelson? But yeah, Semi-Pro, probably, in my opinion, the most underrated Will Ferrell movie. That scene, the Love Me Sexy song gets me every single time. I know all the words to it, and I regularly sing it around the house, and I think my roommates hate that movie now just because of how much I reference it. So yeah, just a classic one. Also, the, the scene where where Will Ferrell screams at you know, Woody Harrelson's character, you know, I liked you better when you were a washing machine! Oh, just, just classic. Kills me every single time. Thank you for bringing that movie up, because any excuse for me to talk about semi-pro, I'm gonna take it. Rachel Blackford tweets a gif from A League of Their Own. Yeah, I mean, just another great baseball movie, great female empowerment film. But, you know, just a, just a, well, it's, it's historically accurate, obviously. Really, really fun to watch one that I haven't seen in a long time as well. That and Hoosiers are two films that I would like to go back and rewatch. Uh, finally, Ryan Shin tweets a gif from Dodgeball. Oh man, this is another one where it's like Major League, where in the I don't necessarily consider it like a great sports movie. It's just hilarious. I'm, I'm always down to watch Dodgeball, especially the. It's on TV all the time, but they take a lot of the best lines out when it's on TV, so it's one of those you need to watch the actual, you know, unrated or whatever, the unedited version of it to get all the zingers. <laughs> but the, so many just quotable moments in that classic Vince Vaughn flick where it's just nothing but zingers. That reminds me a little bit of Wedding Crashers in that, right? A bunch of one-liners, throwaway jokes, but they're all, they're all hilarious. They're all memorable. And, yeah, Dodgeball, great movie. Thank you for throwing it out there. Thank you to everyone that... Oh, well, sorry, sorry, one more. Uh, shout out to Paul, who sarcastically sh uh, threw out the movie Brink, which is a Disney movie about inline skating. If you haven't seen Brink, it was released in 1998 and was exclusively shown on the Disney Channel, so there's a decent chance you haven't seen it. But it's a classic Disney film. This, these group of ragtag teenagers, they don't believe in corporate sponsorship, and then, you know, one of the main character falls on hard times, his family needs money, so he joins the corporate team to get paid. None of his friends understand, and they think he's a sellout, and you have the drama of that, and then obviously they find out the truth, realize he's not a bad guy, just trying to be there for his family. So if you haven't seen Brink, watch it. It's a Disney movie. It's corny. But it's great, and it it screams 90s nostalgia, which was obviously the best era for the Disney Channel. Alright, now I've been dancing around it. We're going to 
get into my favorite sports movies of all time. I'm sure everyone's going to argue with them and tell me I'm an idiot, but that's part of the fun. So, uh, yeah, after, after a quick break here, we're going to go over my Mount Rushmore of sports movies. Rams football is back. The wait is over. It's time for fall camp, and we're giving you the best deal that we've run since we went to the free t-shirt format with subscriptions, but it won't last long. Here's the deal. If you use the code GORAMS, you will get our annual package for $34.99, which not only is a $10 discount off our current annual package, but it comes out to $2.91 per month, which is almost 50% off our standard monthly price. But it's not just about the discount. You're also getting a free premium Rams t-shirt, which is a $27 value. You get to have your comments read on this podcast. You get all of our exclusive content on bsndenver.com. And if you don't like reading, but you want the inside details, subscribers get all of our Broncos written stories in audio form, meaning we read all of our written content to you. And then, of course, there's our film reviews, game grades, and just being part of the BSN Rams community. So go to bsndenver.com or download the app and use the promo code GORAMS, all one word, to join the family today. Welcome back, guys. We're going to go over my Mount Rushmore of sports movies. Thanks again to everyone that suggested movies. It was a lot of fun to interact with some of you guys and think back about all these movies. I'm a big movie guy. I won the few times I'm not at a field or sitting in front of my laptop creating content. I love to spend watching movies probably something, well, I'm going to try and come up with some type of segment that allows us to talk about movies and, t- you know, pop culture and TV a little bit more frequently just to shake things up, keep it, keep it loose. But, you know, my Mount Rushmore of sports movies would be the following. Number one, Friday Night Lights. Better novel than a movie. So, yeah, that's how good the novel is. But what makes Friday Night Lights so fun to watch is just how how raw and intense they they shot all of the football scenes. I thought the movie was casted really well. Really, Billy Bob Thornton kills that role as the head coach, which I'm not a big Billy Bob guy, but I love him in that role. Tim McGraw is the dad. Uh, young Garrett Hedlund as a, as a running back that can't hold on to the football as we all remember, but yeah, just the emotion of it, it's so realistic, I love, I mean, it's based on a real story, but I love that they they don't win, because so many sports films, like the team you follow, the good guys, they, they come out triumphant in the end, because that's the outcome that everyone wants, but this one is sports, it, it's raw, and it's real, it's heartbreak, and if it, anybody that's ever watched sports, or or has sports sports a part of their life, they know that that's what it mostly is. It's heartbreak. It's it's the disappointment of thinking your team is going to go all the way and then coming up just short, having it fall right through your fingertips. And that's what Friday Night Lights is. It's it's just an amazing portrayal of football. And I, I don't know if there's going to be a movie that is able to top that from a football standpoint. Uh, secondly, got to go with Miracle... I'm a huge hockey fan. Um, This movie moves a little slow, so I I kind of understand why some people would maybe not put this on their Mount Rushmore of films, but I think from an acting standpoint, Kurt Russell, absolutely phenomenal. His speech in the locker room that, you know, they play us nine times out of ten, 
they might beat us, or <laughs> I'm sorry, we play them ten times, they might beat us nine, but not tonight. Not tonight, gentlemen. One of the just all-time iconic sports speeches of all time. You, you get to relive the glory of probably the the most miraculous sports upset in the history of competition. That's, you know, a pretty out-there statement, but a group of U.S. amateurs beating the greatest hockey team in the world definitely is up there. I mean, it's I don't know what would be more impressive than that if you... If you have an upset that isn't more impressive than that, go ahead and comment it or tweet at us, because I would be really interested to hear that. But Miracle, just a great film, great drama, uh, one, of, one of my favorites. The scene where he makes everyone skate until they're going to puke, and then finally they come together as a team for the first time, one of the, the great goosebumps sports moments in any film that I can think of. Number three, this one's going to be really highly debated, and I'm really looking forward to it, and that's Field of Dreams. What? How can you put Field of Dreams on there? It's so corny. Look, I get it. It's so... It is a corny film. It, it really is. But I'm... One, I'm a huge Kevin Costner fan. When I was a kid, I loved this film. I loved Bull Durham. I loved Dances with Wolves. Anything with Kevin Costner, I'm all in on it. But I just... What I love so much about this film is I, just, I think it's a really interesting script, and I think it just kind of romanticizes what we love about baseball and, and just, you know, the impact that it has on all of our life. The, the Ray Kinsella getting to, you know, uh, reconnect with his dad. Just a, just a heartwarming story. They're, it's, it's cheesy. So I get why you may not like it, but I'm a big Kevin Costner guy, and I stand by it. It's, it's on the Mount Rushmore of sports films. You can fight me if you want, or you can host your own podcast and talk about movies. But when I get to make the final decision, Field of Dreams makes the list. Uh, rounding out my Mount Rushmore would be Remember the Titans. Uh, there, were, there were a lot of other movies I considered for this, but... As I said before, I'm a huge Denzel Washington fan. Just the significance and the story it shows is obviously so great and so important, even like in times like now where we seem to be more and more divided. The fact that we had this film where it's a story of everyone coming together, just a classic reminder of, you know, we're all humans, we can all work together. But more, more importantly, just a great, just a great film. I, I think from a historical standpoint, it's tough to beat. The football is actually filmed pretty well, despite the fact that you have like Ryan Gosling as a cornerback uh, and the dude from Scrubs at running back. Uh, so kind of weird when you, when you think about it in that standpoint, but really entertaining movie, one of the, the best dramas in my opinion and one that I could watch a million times and never get tired of. Some of the honorable mention films we I have on here are, you know, Bull Durham, that or Field of Dreams. You could go with either one for me. I love, I think Bull Durham's probably a better baseball film. I'm just partial to Field of Dreams because it was my favorite movie from, like, ages, like, 5 to 10. Uh, Moneyball, which is pretty underrated as a sports film, I think. The book is... Really good, really, really good, but 
Moneyball is great because it's just really well casted. Jonah Hill and and Brad Pitt have great they work great together. They play those characters so well. Paul De, Paul DePasta, I can't pronounce his last name. And um, Billy Bean. I think this might be Brad Pitt's most underrated role? Question mark. Uh, but yeah, I love Moneyball. I recently bought it on Blu-ray, and I don't regret it. White Men Can't Jump, another classic from the 90s. This almost made my Mount Rushmore because it's definitely one of my favorites. I like the other movies a little bit more, but another classic. Uh, the Sandlot. The only reason I didn't put this on there was just I've seen it so many times. I think it's a little overplayed at this point, but definitely one of the great sports movies of all time. Invincible with Marky Mark Wahlberg. Definitely a sports film that I enjoy watching. Corny and a, a Disney movie and all that, but it's, it's entertaining. Anything with Mark Wahlberg, I'm all in. And then finally, he got game. Like I said, any Den anything Denzel, I'm in any time. And one that I wasn't going to put on there under any circumstance because it's incredibly overrated and really not that good of a film is Space Jam. And I'm going to take some heat for that, and I don't care. Space Jam is weird, and I, ugh, I just don't, I don't get it. I didn't get it when I was a kid. I don't get it now. I don't understand why they're making a second one, but I'm sure it'll make like a gazillion dollars. So good for LeBron and Anthony Davis for getting that money. But other than that, Space Jam, super overrated. Prove me wrong. Hey, right, we're, we're going to wrap things up here in a sec. Uh, but first, I'd like to take a minute and tell you about The Green Solution. The Green Solution, which has 17 Colorado locations and an express checkout to get you in and out as fast as possible. Get on your phone right now, go to their website, mygreensolution.com, Order your flour, concentrates, edibles, and topicals online, and head to the closest green solution for pickup. Use the code BSN20 for 20% off your entire purchase. We're going to wrap things up here, but first I just wanted to do a quick shout out to Josh Watson, who is on the initial depth chart for the Denver Broncos after signing with them as an undrafted free agent, currently listed... I believe at third on middle linebacker. He's a guy who plays with great physicality, always played incredibly hard at CSU. Uh, the BSN Rams community is definitely rooting for him to succeed and kind of be that you know next Shaquille Barrett, the guy who is overlooked coming out of college after producing throughout his entire career. Now gets a look as an undrafted free agent with the local squad and will hopefully, you know, you kind of write his own history. Uh, so yeah, congratulations to Josh Watson, who as an undrafted free agent has made the initial Denver Broncos death chart. Hopefully he is able to play well in preseason and certify his, you know, kind of spot on that team. I think practice squad may be, you know, more realistic at this point, but you never know. So hopefully he gets a chance. If he makes the team, I'll certainly be stoked for him, and I hope to see, you know, some some Orange 54 jerseys at Mile High or whatever the heck they're calling it these days in the future. Uh, speaking of undrafted free agents that have gone on to succeed, there was a really cool article on Shaquille Barrett that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers posted on their site. I retweeted that, at BSN Rams. 
Uh, but there's some some great figures in there that kind of point out why Barrett's production dipped in 2018. And kind of he obviously missed the last three games of the year with injury, but it it points out how really the only reason his production dropped was the fact that Bradley Chubb was stealing most of his snaps. But even in that, so after you know receiving 40% less snaps, he still got pretty close to you know duplicating his production. He's a guy who makes plays all over the field, has his entire career. CSU fans will always love him for his moment in the New Mexico Bowl where he literally just ripped the victory away from Washington State. Out, you know, so shout out to Shaquille Barrett. Everybody's rooting for him. Good dude. Great ambassador for CSU football. Hope that he's able to, you know, go down to Tampa Bay and be a starter for the first time in his career because that's that's what Shaq Barrett is. He is an NFL starting linebacker and he deserves that opportunity. So I'm thrilled for him. All right, you know, I think that's about it for today. As I said on yesterday's podcast, I am moving over the next couple days, so it's going to be a little bit chaotic. But definitely go over to the site and follow everything that we're doing. Subscribe to bsndenver.com. And yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for listening.